Hi, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Hudson Montessori's. On today's episode, Ms. Michelle and I uh, catch up with Caitlin Spicer. Caitlin is a, uh, is a graduate of Hudson Montessori School and is a senior at uh, the Cathedral of Notre Dame, a senior in high school. And um, she is going to be graduating shortly and then uh, plans to uh, move on to college. So we talk about her high school, uh, her plans for college, uh, we phase in a little bit of <clears throat> the scenario that we're in with COVID-19 and talk about that a bit. And uh, and we just catch up with Caitlin, who um, is, is a real pleasant uh, person to talk with. I'm sure you'll agree. Thanks for tuning in to this episode and have a great day. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to this episode of Hudson Monta Stories. Ms. Michelle and I are um, today joined by Caitlin Spicer. Caitlin is a I'm graduate of Hudson Montessori School and is poised to graduate from high school in the next couple of months. And um, most of our alumni interviews have been with people who were out of college or just about out of college, but we thought it would be helpful to and interesting to touch base with some of our graduates that are finishing up high school and have a conversation about um, uh, what they're doing, what they're excited about, and their plans for the for the future in college and perhaps beyond. So. And thanks for joining us on this uh, podcast today. Yeah, of course. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, thank you very much. So, Caitlin, can you remind me what year did you graduate from Hudson Montessori School? I graduated in 2016. Okay. All right. So, uh, and you were part of one of our uh, largest graduating class. Is that right? Yes, that is right. I think we had around 18 people. 18 people. Okay, right. And after you graduated you uh, Hudson Montessori School, you tell us where you went to high school. Um, right now, I'm attending Notre Dame Cathedral Latin High School in Chardon, and okay. I'm supposed to graduate this year. And you're graduating this uh, in a couple of months, I suppose. Is that right? Or maybe less than a couple of months? Um, it's supposed to be at the end of May, hopefully. At the end of May, yeah. Okay. So can you... Um, what have been some highlights of your high school experience that that you would um, want to share share with us? What has been what have been great memories, either in the classroom or outside of the classroom? Things that you've been involved in. Um, well, I'm involved in a lot of activities through campus ministry with my school. I go to a Catholic high school, um, so I sing a lot at our different all school masses. Um, I've also been a leader for our retreat that we call Kairos. It's like a spiritual experience where um, it's like connecting with the people around you. And I was privileged to be a leader for that. Um, I also do theater through my school. And I've been in almost all of the productions. And I've done different um, musicals. This year, we just did Working the Musical, which was really interesting. Um, it was about different workers, like blue collar workers and um their stories and telling their story through song it was and really interesting in to do production? um i played two different characters i was a nanny for a five-year-old girl and okay. i was also a project manager huh. cool cool can i ask a question about kairos can i step back to that um how were you selected to be a leader did you have to apply for that or did someone ask you to consider it um, well, I went on the retreat itself, um, mm. my junior year, and then okay. there's like a selection process where you had to answer like different questions about like your faith life and about why you wanted to be a leader. Um, mm. And then 
you had an interview with the two heads of campus ministry, like the two teachers at our school. And then from like a pool of like 30 people, they picked 10 to be on the team. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, wow. And so this, uh, help me, is this an all girls school or is this co-ed? Co-ed. Okay. So, so you, were you leading a group of junior boys and girls then through the Kairos experience? Um, it's actually juniors and seniors who can go. It's oh, just see. only seniors. Okay. I see. Okay. And what, what does it look like? Is it a retreat or is it a series of classes? Um, it's like an overnight retreat. We go to Hiram House near um, like mm-hmm. the Bainbridge Island area. And um, it's like four days of like intense, like self-growth and connection with other people. We do a bunch of different activities and um, like we share like our stories and we talk in small groups and um, we like have mass, different things like that. Um, I feel like uh, when I've talked with graduates of Hudson Montessori School who go to Walsh, that they have a similar experience. Is this? Are you familiar if other Catholic high schools do this same type of retreat? Yeah, they do do the same. I'm pretty sure it's almost like the same exact retreat. I know a lot of Catholic yeah. high schools do it. Oh, that's cool. And I assume Kairos is some. Some it means Greek. Greek in Greek it means something. I, I, I'm not. I'm not sure. What, my Greek is not very strong, but I assume that that means something in Greek. It actually means God's time, um, and it's so basically just about like taking time for God, and like all time is God's time. Cool. Maybe Greek or Latin. Maybe I'm wrong there. Do you know if it's Greek or Latin? I think it's Latin, but I'm not okay. sure. That would actually probably make more sense if it were Latin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Um, where did you become interested in singing? Oh man. Um, <laughs> I. I've pretty much been singing since I w- I could talk. Probably I've been singing for a long time. I have not been good for a long time. Mm. Um, it took many many years of practice, and um, I really got interested in singing like during high school when I started um, doing musicals. But I've loved like musicals ever since I was little. Um, and when I was when I've like been in the car with my mom when I was like really little, I would be like, I want to listen to my music, not your music, mom. Because <laughs> like I just loved listening to different songs. Um, but yeah, recently I've like gotten better at singing and sung a lot more. I uh, so Miss Michelle last yesterday she sent me a message and she said, oh, there's a Disney family sing along on ABC. Last it was last night, and she encouraged. I have young children and. So we all watched this, and um, there were famous people singing their famous, their favorite Disney uh, uh, tunes. I, uh, did you happen to see that? No, I didn't see that, but I heard about it. That's really cute. Are you a I, Disney fan? Oh yes, I totally am. <laughs> and honestly, a, <laughs> would you have had a favorite song that you would want to? I, I won't ask you to do it unless you'd like to. But uh, what would you pick that you would want to sing uh, if you had to do it for a sing along? Oh, I think one of my favorite Disney movies from when I was younger was Tangled. And I oh. think I would probably pick, um, like, I See the Light, that one. That one's a really pretty song. I oh, like that yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think that was on it, but that's neat. Yeah, Miss Michelle, you said you, you watched that and you were singing along with it as well, correct? I couldn't help it. I was singing at the top of my lungs. <laughs> <laughs> 
so your senior year is going on and I, you know we're recording this with campus closures and we do want to talk about that but we don't want it to be the focus so i just can we talk a little bit about the college search process it's a I, you know, a lot of people talk about the college search process as being, um, you know, a, a really intense process, sometimes overwhelming. Um, can you talk to us about how you've experienced the college search process and maybe end up with where you're telling us where you're actually going to uh, be attending college next year? Yeah, sure. Um, so I've sort of gone through the search process twice, you could say, because okay. when my older sister um Maddie was looking for colleges. I went on all the different tours with her and we visited like a lot of different schools, like in Ohio and in like um, Pennsylvania, like a little bit. Mm -hmm. But um, the one college that stuck out to both of us was the University of Dayton, which is where I will be going. Um, but I actually applied to um, a couple different colleges. I applied to Princeton University and Miami University also. Um, and I just wanted to like apply for a reach school to see if I could get in. That was Princeton because I went and visited um, because I got invited to apply and I thought it was beautiful um, and it would be like challenging, but good. Um, and then I also applied to Miami. It's like another option um, because I know that's a good school also. Um, but when we went to visit Dayton, it just felt like home. Uh, I don't really know how to describe it, but everybody just seemed like so nice and like welcoming and it felt like it would be a great spot for me. So that's where I'm ending up and I'm really happy about it. Um, go, go ahead, Michelle. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, that's awesome that you'll, yeah. you'll be there and be with your sister. Yeah. For a year. Yeah. Oh, I'm so really your sister is a senior coming up. Is that right? Yes. She is. Okay. So let's assume that uh, uh, everything is a normal school year, college freshman year next year. Are you, um, uh, would, would you be living in a dorm with other freshmen or is it possible to live with your sister? Um, no, I'm not going to live with my sister. I'm going to live in a dorm with other freshmen. I she see. already had, um, I think, an apartment set up with her uh, three roommates from this year. I gotcha. Okay. And so is it too early to say like, like what you hope to be studying at University of Dayton or is the idea just to go in with an open mind and see where it might take you? Um, well, I'm like going in as a psychology major, hopefully. Um, okay. But I'm trying to keep my options open. I've been thinking about being like a counselor for a uh, high school or college level, but also like after going on like Kairos and being involved with all the campus ministry activities at my school, I also have considered being a campus minister in a high school setting. Um, so I'm doing some research and trying to keep my options open. So you have campus ministers at your high school right now. Is that right? You said two of them? Yes, I have two of them. So they are they are considered teachers or they're considered clergy. How how are they categorized or? Um, they're teachers. They have um, they're both history teachers, and they both oh. teach like classes, like less than um what the rest of the teachers um have. Like their course load is less. Um, but then they spend like most of their time like organizing all the retreats because we have like class retreats too, like for each. Um, like grade level so they organize yeah. all of those and they organize um 
like Labra, which is our ministry to the homeless. They organize that um, and all of the different activities. Um, uh, so can I, so I mentioned that we are recording this at the time of campus closure. We're all in our houses recording um, this podcast. So how, how has the campus closure impacted you as a, as a senior? I don't want to necessarily dwell on it, but I think it, it's timely to, or topical to talk about. No, yeah, I completely get it. It is important to talk about because, um, yeah, my the end of my senior year has gotten a little messed up. Um, mm. I actually got picked to be director for the last production of the year um, at my oh. school. It's like a short, like, one-act play. Um, but I was picked to be director for it, and now we have gone to doing all of our rehearsals through Zoom, which oh, is interesting, wow. but not exactly what we would have hoped for. It's it's different. Um, and just the uncertainty of not knowing exactly what's going to happen and, like, missing out on the time that I would have spent, like, with some of my friends at school and, like, just having the like daily interactions in the hallway or being physically in my class, just missing out on all of that is really difficult. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. I think that's, that's interesting. I think initially when this whole stay at home process started, there was something sort of, it was different. Right. And, and in some ways it, it was, it was a good different, but I think as we are entering whatever now four or five weeks, it's now, uh, yeah, not not seeing people who you normally see is is really difficult. Even if you see them over Zoom or something, it's not the same, right? Yeah, no, it's not the same. Yeah, it's, yeah. Well, and uh, what are they saying about graduation at this point for your school, or is it just kind of up in the air? Um, it's sort of up in the air right now. It hasn't gotten postponed yet, but um, our principal has been saying that he's like working with the different venues where we're supposed mm-hmm. to have prominent graduation to like get another date, even if it has to be like during the summer, if it has to get postponed. So I'm hopeful that that's still going to happen at some point. And are you hearing from the University of Dayton, obviously with your sister being there, um, you know, you kind of know on a daily basis how it's impacting her, but are you hearing about what, what, how your freshman year might be impacted? They haven't really given any information about that so far. Yeah. So I'm hoping to hear an update soon. Yeah, right. I think we're all in the same same boat, and a lot of us are just um, waiting for decisions to be made above us, and then it kind of helps us make plans from that. So, well, fingers crossed for you and for all freshmen going um, or uh, graduating seniors getting ready for their freshman year that it is um, that it is just a, a normal year, and I'm, I'm hopeful if that's the case because it sounds like you're really excited to go to um, to head over to uh, University of Dayton. Yeah, I am very excited, and I hope it turns out well, too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Could I, so on our podcast, we then, we, we, so we have this period of time where we talk about you individually, but then we ask some general questions that we ask to every guest. So I was going to shift over to that now, if that's okay for you. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So uh, the first question I was going to ask is, that we ask is, what ha- what are you curious about? What is it that um, y- you find yourself, uh, you know, stimulated by or thinking about right now? Um. Well, I'm trying to keep myself like busy and entertained through being in quarantine because I don't really have much to do, and I'm on spring break like this past week. 
So I've been listening to a lot of music and reading a lot of books to try and keep myself entertained. Um, yeah. What? Uh, so I'm a music guy. So what type of music do you like to listen to? I listen to pretty much everything. I have okay. um, I have a pretty eclectic music taste. I will listen to anything from country to musicals to pop to rap to pretty much anything. Okay. How do you um, consume your music? But- Is it? You get it like uh, uh, Spotify or Amazon or? I have Spotify, so I listen okay. to that. Yeah. I was going to, I, I cut you off. You were going to say something. You were building on this music idea. What, I'm sorry. What were you going to say? Oh, no, you're good. I was just going to say that um, some of my favorite artists like right now have been um, like Ben Platt, like with different um, musicals. And he's been doing like um a different song on his instagram every um saturday and i've been listening to those Those have been really cool that is neat tell me his name again ben platt okay and what has he been in i'm I'm showing my ignorance i'm sorry no no you're fine um he was actually evan hansen and dear evan hansen on broadway for a while okay okay and he's been in like different music uh, different um, movies. I mean, he was in um, Pitch Perfect a couple years ago, so that's how I know have, him. Have you been able to go to Broadway yourself to see shows? I guess you would have in the middle school. Is that right? When you went to New York? Yeah, when I went to New York um, in middle school with um, like my class, we saw uh, The Lion King actually, and that was cool. really cool. But yeah. um, I have gone on like other trips to New York City with my mom and my sister because that's one of our favorite cities. Um, and I've been privileged to see a lot of shows. Um, actually, one time when I was in New York, I saw, um, do you know Hamilton, right? Sure. Yeah. Uh, I actually saw Dobby Diggs, who was one of the stars of Hamilton in the street. And I might have chased him down the street to get a picture. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were walking towards, me, my mom, and my sister were walking towards one of the buildings. And my mom likes to say, that we have an order. My sister's out in front whenever we're in a big city. My sister's out in front and she's the navigator and she like likes to look for everything and know exactly where we're going. Then my mom's in between and she's looking in front of her and behind her to make sure that she still has both of her children. And then I'm in the back and I'm the sightseer. I look around everything and also at the same time I'm inconspicuously scanning the streets to see if I see someone famous because I've actually found a few people before. And um, when we were walking into one of these buildings, I poke my mom on the back and I was like, mom, that's Dobby Diggs. And she's like, run. So I run towards him and my mom is trying to grab my sister from in front of her. And so I go up and I was like, um, are you Dobby Diggs? And he's like, yeah. And he's like frantically looking around me to see if I have a parent with me because <laughs> my, mom, my mom hadn't caught up yet. But then um, like he came and got a picture, which was really awesome. So, so you have it. Yeah, I did get a picture. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, that's great. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, you may have to send that to us. We might be able to load that up on the um, the podcast little uh, bio page. Yeah, that is awesome. That's great. Um, you said you're a reader, uh, so we have a lot of time at home. Uh, would you recommend any books for us to read? Um. Well, one of my favorite books that I've read pretty recently for um, my college literature class was All the Light We Cannot See. 
Um, it's mm-hmm. a book about the Holocaust. It's sort of similar to The Book Thief, but um, it's about this like young blind girl and about her struggles through that time. Um, I thought it was really interesting. Yeah, um, yeah, I've that. heard. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, and so that was part of a class that that you read that for. What? That was part of a class that you read that for. You said your college literature class. Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, moving along. Who, so, who's been the kindest uh, to you in your life? Um, probably my mom and sister. They're always like really, really supportive, and like especially like when I've had a bad day or something, they're always there for me to lean on. Hmm. That's great. So, your mom will be assuming that you are off a date next year. That will be a shift for her, right? You both, you and your sister are going to be gone, or is she just moving to Dayton along with you guys? <laughs> she, she she jokes about it, but she'll definitely come visit. She'll be an empty okay. nest. Yeah, that's a shift. Absolutely. Uh, so you told us this is a funny story just now about um, seeing the actor from um, Hamilton. But are there other funny stories that your family tells about you that come to mind? Um. Well, one that sort of revolves around theater, also because that's mm. my life is um when I was like four years old I went to go see my first show um in Cleveland like my first like live performance it was wicked and I was really young and so like we were walking in and everybody around us was so like not happy that they saw like a little four-year-old walking in because they're like oh my gosh she's going to be like so loud and so annoying during this thing I just want to enjoy it but then during the performance, like I sat like stock still in my seat and I was like entranced. I did not say a word like the entire time. And I think that that also like attributes to like what I learned from being in the Montessori is just being like mm. so respectful and from going on different field trips, like from a young age, that really helped me like be respectful and aware of like what's going on around me. That's well said. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that you were planning to study psychology. Is that because you've had a psychology class in high school and it interests you? Or is there no, uh, you said ultimately to become a counselor. Is, is that what drives the interest in um, in psychology? Well, I think what drives my interest is just being like wanting to help people. And I'm also, as been as I've been like told by my mom, I'm really good with like connecting with people and um, like figuring out what's going on in their head, like helping like break down like emotions and feelings and everything. Um, and so I've been like drawn to help people through that. And also right now I'm taking a college psychology class through, um, Notre Dame college. Like one of their professors comes to, um, my school. Um, but so I've been taking that class this semester and it's pretty interesting. Good for you. That's great. I, I also kind of uh, tipped this question earlier, talking about the favorite part of your high school experience, and it sounds like it may be um, drama. Are you planning to continue that at Dayton? Is Are there opportunities to get into student theater? Um, I hope so. I think there are. Um, one of my sister's roommates does different shows and um, like different like acapella groups and stuff like that. I would love to join one of those. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Well, what is it, what's your favorite word? Um, probably happiness. Hmm. Um, just because like it, it, I know it's a simple word, but it just describes like a good feeling. And I think like focusing on that during times like this is good. So actually that drives into my next question. Like, what do you think and say, I don't know, 15, 20 years when you look back on this, 
pandemic school closing, what, what do you think you're going to remember? Or I don't know if that's a fair question. Um, no, that is a fair question. Um, I think that I'll probably remember like how different it felt and how it's not exactly how I wished my senior year would end, but it also is bringing me like closer to some of my friends. Like, I feel like I've talked a lot more with people that I like wouldn't have like this, how we have to work so hard to stay connected. Um, like even though we have like technology at our fingertips, like it's, we just have to like stay in contact because we don't get to see each other every day. And I think I'll remember that and getting closer to like everyone around me probably. Yeah. That's an interesting thought. Like, I wonder if you guys will become deeper friends and stay friends down the line in 20 years, you might stay, you know, close to each other through something like this. Yeah. That's an interesting thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um, In closing, what what was your favorite memory or experience at Hudson Montessori School? I loved my entire time there. I like went preschool all the way through middle school, and I just loved my entire experience. Um, especially like all the independence we had, but the support that we still had from our teachers was great. Um, I loved doing like the different performances, like especially in middle school, like going to Barlow Community Theater and writing our own um, like plays and scripts and everything and um, seeing that process come to life. I loved all of that. Yeah, that is that is unique. Yeah. And, and would you say that the school prepared you well for your high school experience? completely my mom likes to say that I wouldn't be the same me and my sister wouldn't be the same if we hadn't gone through this experience I think that the Montessori really taught me how to be independent time manage like being able to manage my own time mm-hmm. um being an eloquent speaker being able to like go up and talk in public and look people in the eye when and shake their hand when you first meet them like yeah. invaluable skills that have been like ingrained since I was really little have really set me up to be successful yeah yeah no that's well said well Caitlin we um thank you for joining us on on this podcast um and and just bringing us up to date on what you're uh what you're doing and uh, we hope that graduation when it does occur is a um, happy experience for you and um and wish you well at uh, University of Dayton and and uh, please keep us posted on um on how that's going for you yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, have a, have a great day. Thank you, you too. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Hudson Monta Stories. Uh, if you have any feedback about our podcast or ideas of topics that you'd like us to address, uh, you can always drop me an email. My name is Matt Virgil, and my email is mvirgil, V-I-R-G-I-L, at hudsonmontestory.org. I'd love to hear from you. And of course, we'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast so that you can always be alerted when we release one. Uh, There's uh, three ways you can do that. You can subscribe on Apple iTunes, uh, through Spotify, or on Google Play. If you just search Hudson Montessori's, it should bring it up and you can subscribe. And of course, if you write us a review, we'd certainly appreciate it. Um, That's one way that uh, we can grow the podcast. So. Thanks again for tuning in, as always, and uh, we'll talk to you next time.